Welcome to the Crying in My Cheesecake podcast. I am Danielle, your host, and this is episode 11 of The Silent Ultrasound. Please be sure that you have listened to episodes 1 through 10. Epilogue. God shows up. As you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things. Ecclesiastes 11.5 I'm a planner. Nearly everything my family does is planned out and organized, at least by me. Maybe too meticulously at times, but it's true. My cousin and I are built from the same DNA because we even make shopping itineraries when we are together. Not sure if I should be proud of that or embarrassed, but you know what? We're efficient. Because we chose to conclude the pregnancy, the last pregnancy through dilation and courage, DNC, as the best means for my body and our family, we had to plan our children's needs during this time as well. A DNC requires general anesthesia, thus a mama is not able to drive or sign legal documents. It was Friday 5th, 2014, the morning of the surgery. I had to get up earlier than normal so I could get ready for the day. Our daughter had to go with us. So I got her up, dressed her, and did her hair. Her daddy-friendly bag was packed with snacks and, of course, an iPad the night before, just in case. I did all this by myself because I wanted to keep things as routine as possible so I could keep my mind focused. Our oldest son had preschool that Friday morning. God showed up at 5.45 a.m. in the manner of my mentor and friend. Without hesitation, she heeded the situation, got our son up, fed him, got him ready for school, and actually took him to school for us. It is so precious that anyone would want to do that for us. We walked out the door thanking my mentor yet again for her graciousness. I drove my husband, my daughter, and I the 25 minutes to the hospital. I needed to control the situation, keep my mind focused. It was so dark. At least the Friday rush hour hadn't started yet. We arrived at the surgery center, and I went to check in at the desk, and the lady that greeted me wasn't overly cheerful, as I mean it really was only 6.20 in the morning. I took in the desk area, saw a lipstick-stained coffee cup. Oh, how I wish I could have had at least one sip of that coffee this morning. After confirming my birthday, address, and insurance information, the woman hands me a pager. I kind of laugh because it's one of those square pagers you find at restaurants when there is a long wait, except at restaurants you're usually eager for that pager to go off. That day I wasn't. I grab my bag and escort my daughter and husband to a back booth. We get our daughter some breakfast laid out in front of her, and I took half of a pill I was supposed to take an hour prior to the surgery. The specific medicine causes the cervix to soften, so it's easier for the doctor to get into the uterus. That square restaurant-like pager began to buzz and flash blue. I met the pre-op nurse, and she saw I had a little one and my husband with me, and she told them to all come back too. Immediately, I knew she understood the sensitive nature of our situation. She cared about my individual circumstance. I stood on the scale. She took down my weight and my height. And I followed her back to my room. That would be my pre-op and recovery area. Sat down in the green recliner and the nurse began taking my medical history. There was a tinge of awkwardness in the air until she asked me if I drank alcohol or took recreational drugs. And I said... No to the alcohol, laughing I hadn't had any since before becoming pregnant, and she laughed and said, and I suppose the meth lab career has hit a roadblock due to having kids around too. 
That was it. God showed up in her. Well, this may not be a humorous thing for you, or it may not sit right with you. It was exactly the joking I needed that broke the ice. She was comforting me, even though she was just joking about a methyl hab, which, whatever. This is also funny, funny because my home county um, at the time, like when I was when I was in that hospital, was listed as one of the top 10 meth lab locations in my hometown. Oh, and that little fact that my father had been a police officer for 42 years or so, and my brother was a police officer at that point as well. Kind of funny. But then we had to discuss the hard things. What was going to happen to my baby once it was out of my womb? Support groups? Remembrance service? She was a great nurse. She began telling another drug-related personal story to her fa- of her family. It wasn't until she was done sharing the story and I was laughing that I looked down to see that my IV had been inserted. She should seriously get some kind of medal for her approach to me that day. God showed up in my pre-op nurse that morning by utilizing sick humor to break the nerves down and relax me. Then my amazing OBGYN came in a few minutes before 7.30 that morning to inform me that my insurance approved the surgery. While he asked a few last-minute questions, the seriousness came back. He was there because of me that morning. He came in early to help me begin the healing process sooner. His presence that morning was a reminder that I had a long road ahead of me. Before he left, he said, are you ready to go? My response was simple. Yes. The anesthesiologist came in next. He was very patient with me and prepared to take care of, of what I needed during that time. The surgical nurse came in last. I'm sure she had a few last minute things to say to me, but that didn't matter. When I saw her walk in with a scrub cap on, I knew the inevitable was ahead. We walked the short distance to the operating room. My doctor was sitting at a computer on the right with his back to the foot of the operating table. The anesthesiologist was in there at the head of the table, and I could see his eyes smile a little in acknowledgement that I had arrived. I took off my robe and settled onto the surgical table. It was cool. It was cool in there. Eerily cool. Very sterile cool. I felt wind blown down on me. Before I lay down, I saw ginormous stirrups. I don't even know how else to describe them. They were huge. I didn't look at them again. I felt someone putting the sequential compression device, you know, those leg balloons that prevent blood clots. I felt someone putting those on my legs. I looked down and it's my doctor and he's smiling. This whole time, it seemed like I was in a surreal haze as, as if I were outside my body. When I came to, I realized they were talking about Elf on the Shelf and how my doctor had forgotten to move his and his daughter woke up too early and noticed and I was brought into the conversation and then we discussed what we'd gotten our own children for Christmas that year. A male nurse on my left began hooking up monitors on my body. Soon he, he was replaced by my doctor. My doctor told me I'd be asleep soon and I would be okay. He grabbed my left hand and rubbed my arm gently, comfortingly. I stared blankly at the movable light overhead. A tear slipped out of my eyes. 
I used my pinky to rub my doctor's comforting back of his hand in acknowledgement. God was there next to me in the operating room as I was forced to sleep. In 20 short minutes, I was in the recovery room waiting waiting to wake up from anesthesia, and I woke up in, with pain centered in my abdomen. It was a deep, crampy muscle type of pain. I asked for some leave, and the nurse gave me something in my IV, then wheeled me back to the room in which my husband and daughter were waiting. The recovery nurse was one of the women that couldn't have a bad bone in her body. She was truly there to serve me and care for me. I was pretty adamant about not having narcotics, but she still insisted that I, w- that I was still in pretty bad pain a half hour later. Of course, she was right. The Aleve hadn't gotten ahead of the pain. Before I got out of that gurney to get dressed and go home, the nurse said to me, I can't help but notice how peaceful you are and full of joy, even though you've just gone through this procedure. I responded, God's promises are the same no matter my circumstances, and he is worthy of all praise. If you enjoyed this series on miscarriage with the silent ultrasound, you can support this show by going to buymeacoffee.com slash CIMC.